Hey, thanks for dropping by to the Planners on Purpose podcast, created by Naomi Tucker, CMP. Now, this space is for the event planners to encourage and empower you so that you can fully live your life on purpose. So before we dig in, please take a moment to subscribe so you get future shows. Now, here she comes, your host, Naomi. There is a fractal of burnout that isn't typically discussed. Typically, burnout is talked about as if the experience is the same for everyone. We say burnout and people nod their heads. But although burnout is commonplace and everyone is talking about it, we hardly discuss burnout that can affect certain segments of the population more so than others. And that's what I wanted to talk about today. I'm Naomi Tucker, strategic consultant and burnout prevention coach for Planners on Purpose. I'm happy to be here with you for another episode of Planners on Purpose podcast and talking about the role of diversity and how that plays with burnout. So welcome to the podcast. And you might be asking, really, diversity and burnout? Don't we just all suffer from it? And why look at it from this perspective? Well, you know what? I had that same question until I looked up some of the stats. And after looking at that, it was just staggering. So I felt like, why not talk about it? And especially with it being Black History Month, this is an area of burnout that can have a little bit of light shed on it. And the reason why is because when we're aware, then we can enact change. And As you know, in each of us, if we just make one small change, then we can really change how the world thinks, how it acts, and how it responds to burnout overall. So this came up because I was preparing, actually, for an interview for another industry podcast, and I was just making sure all my ducks were in a row, you know, trying to be all prepared, and I got lost in a rabbit hole of research. And if you know me, I love to research things, so it isn't a surprise that I stumbled upon some interesting things when it comes to diversity and burnout. And when I speak of diversity, I am going to just narrow it down here because what I found was enlightening, but not surprising is that Black women and men, especially along with other marginalized groups, they suffer from burnout in a more profound way than most. And, you know, it can be discouraging a bit because we talk all the time about how the event industry is high on stress overall, we're high on burnout overall. And if anyone were to experience our industry, it can be like drinking from a fire hose sometimes and many times, you know, more times than not. So to know that black and brown people have an even worse experience is very tough to digest, but it's true. So before I dig in, I wanted to refresh our memories a bit about the definition of burnout. According to Maslash and Leader Burnout Theories, burnout is a syndrome and is defined as a prolonged response to chronic interpersonal stressors on the job, characterized by exhaustion, cynicism, and the detachment and lack of accomplishment from work. The World Health Organization, which is the WHO organization, officially classified burnout in 2019 as a syndrome that results in chronic workplace stress that has not been successfully managed. And it also notes that burnout refers to specifically 
and phenomena in the occupational context and should not be applied to describe experiences in other areas of life. And you may be wondering, well, what makes the plight of burnout so much more burdensome for, let's say, a Black person or brown person? Well, the definitions of burnout really limit burnout, actually, because as you can see, it limits it to be more of an occupational syndrome, putting a cap on the personal circumstances that one may have and the experiences in their lives. And we all have experiences, right, outside of work that could throw us in a bucket of burnout, but those scenarios and situations aren't typically what the World Health Organization or these other definitions really are zeroing in and looking at. So when it comes to those in marginalized groups, specifically Black women and men, There are other circumstances that not only make their occupational experience have more hardship, there's other areas that we do not see that make their plight even harder. A person who really communicates this really well, her name is Amira Barja. She's an author, and she did an article in Fast Company titled, Point of View, Is It Burnout or Exploitation of Black Woman? It's Often Both. And I'm just going to quote a little bit from that particular article here, and I'm going to read this to you. She says, when burnout is positioned as a standalone answer to what ails us, it fails to recognize the impacts of systemic equality, black maternal mortality, weathering, languishing, glass cliffs, glass ceilings, tokenism, and so on. Burnout is a manageable state with remedies that in many cases can be immediately implemented, but exploitation is a cultural and structural issue that requires sweat equity and systemic solutions. So that was a whole mouthful. And there probably are some words in there that are like, oh my goodness, what what is she really talking about? But Essentially, because of the situations of the systemic inequality in the world, I was going to say in the country, but it's really in the world, there is a clear difference that has more of a negative impact on overall well-being, which should be a concern for everyone. For example, according to the study of women's health across the nation, Black women are 7.5 years biologically older than white women. And the 27% of this difference is due to perceived stress and poverty. I thought that was very interesting. And the question becomes, how do we help Black women, women of color with burnout to improve their well-being and career fulfillment? Well, there is a lot to unpack here. But the first step I feel is to really be aware that there are challenges, systemic challenges that black women and men, they go through and know that there are also challenges in the workplace with constantly having to validate self-worth, battling any micro insults or assaults also do stack up. And in many situations, there's an overworked and overpaid issue as well in this community the numbers really say it all. Half a Black woman feel their ethnicity makes it harder for them to get a raise or promotion. In fact, in 2020, management positions in the U.S. held by women of color were Asian women at 2.2%, 
Black women at 4.1% and Hispanic women at 4.5%. And in addition, only 18% of entry-level positions are occupied by women of color, which is staggering. And as you can see, there are definitely, there's some imbalances there in that area. And in times of economic instability and much work to do and not enough people to do it, it only complicates these issues. But it doesn't mean that we just get to turn a blind eye at it all because we're all busy or we're all burned out. It means that we have to keep doing the good work to change the norm, to break that glass ceiling, to bring in equality so that we all can feel the improvements of well-being. So you might be asking, how can you help support? Well, as I mentioned, awareness is always number one, be open. You're open here. You're here. If you're listening to this podcast and you got this far, you you are doing what you need to do. You're bringing awareness to yourself. You're listening. And just the glimmer of statistics that I presented to you, just knowing those are helpful. And then if you're a leader, perhaps find out where your employees fall on the spectrum of burnout. All of your employees, right? Find out where everybody stands, but be aware of the challenges that marginalized groups have. Pay attention to those people and observe if they're more burned out. Ask them questions and understand as your organization or you as a leader, are you contributing to the burnout in a way that might be more than others in your department or organization? It's a fair question to ask to just make sure that you level set yourself. And are there any specific burnout triggers that you can pay attention to that will be useful to help track so that you can support your people in? That's also questions that you can ask. Another way that you can help is to foster belonging within your organization with everyone, right? Show support and not just on a town hall level, hey, we're just doing a meeting and addressing everyone, but really empower your leaders to have conversations that matter. You never know how much those one-on-one conversations actually matter when people that are CEOs, that are VPs, that are managers, that they actually have conversations because they care and because they want to help foster a sense of caring and support within your work communities. There are many things that you can do to support your people as well. Provide career support, career coaching. These all can help improve work performance, improve relationships, and will help you get closer as you start to exercise your communication skills and address these challenges, you typically will become closer with your with your people. And that goes a long way in cultivating a culture of wellness. And finally, many times people are just plain intimidated to have the conversation. I get it. I understand. This is some this is some tough stuff. It's already tough to have a conversation about burnout with your leader, with the employee, or with even your own coworkers, but having a conversation that actually has a lens of, you know, diversity on it and trying to understand some of those intricacies, that can be tough. And if this is you as a leader, or you know that your organization struggles with this, then perhaps a suggestion 
to have a professional diversity training is something that would be helpful. And now this doesn't mean just picking out the black person or, you know, the Asian person or whoever in your organization (laughs) that might fit the bill and put them in charge of DEI. There are skilled professionals that are out there that love to do this work and that are really darn good at it. So hire these people. It's what they do best. Bringing somebody in to really provide an expert training is going to help increase the comfort with everybody around these crucial conversations. So I would really encourage you to do that and have it be an annual diversity training. And maybe it's not a training after you did that initial training. Maybe the next time you do it, maybe it's just having meaningful conversations that bring you closer and help you understand each other so that you can further support each other. Well, I hope that this helped you to see how burnout can basically affect others through this diverse lens. And it helps you to see that we still have a ton of work to do in this area of burnout, but also in this area of diversity and equality. So I just encourage you, instead of talking about it, let's roll up our sleeves and just make things happen. Let's make some shifts happen to make our world a better place for all of us. Until next time, stay on purpose. Well, that wraps it up for this episode. If you enjoyed the conversation, hit the like button and tell us how much you enjoyed the show by leaving a message in the comments. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.